the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. More resources available online at jenniferjackson.org. This is Simply for Women. Well, on our previous episode, we cut it off so short because I was just enthralled with the story of Dr. Mel Tavares. I, I welcome back to the show. You, you were talking to us about cancer diagnosis and divorce and so many things. Carrot juice. I was really into the carrot juice conversation. So if you missed our previous episode, I hope you will go back and listen to that. But welcome again to the show, DrMelTavares.com. You can go there to learn more about her. She is a a mental health counselor, a pastoral counselor, um, so many wonderful things, a mother, a grandmother. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me back. It's so good. And you were telling us about this this battle with cancer and how um, God really healed you. And he even gave you f- some very practical things to do in the process. And but you've gone. I think really what we want to want to get at is um, you said that you went from victim to victor and God took you on that journey. And uh, right when we left off, you were telling about your divorce and um and the uterine cancer. Do you want to pick up there? Sure. So I was um, relocated to to Connecticut um, just to make things safer and was awarded custody of my minor children, and then the cancer diagnosis came. But, you know, fear grips you, especially if you've had a diagnosis before, but something was different that time, and I, I... spent some time praying and fasting and then I was something in me was like this is not my God this is not his character this is not what he does he would not have moved me out of state 400 miles away from anyone I knew um, and have sole custody of my children in the midst of a very traumatic divorce he would not have moved me all the way down there and then have me diagnosed with stage 4 uterine cancer and the uh, ultrasounds and everything showed some pretty grim uh, situations, but I just did not believe. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to b- believe the report of the Lord. We hear about that, but something in me dug deep and said, I'm going to stand on it. So I started praying scriptures that I knew all the promises that he had made of who I am and who he is, and I just refused to believe that it was cancer. And that sounds ludicrous, I know, but I did that, and I just um, kept praying and kept fasting. And um, the night that I was leaving to take my girls on a missions trip to El Salvador, um, I had a conversation with my with my doctor. Um, she had called, taken her files home with her, and and I called and I said, okay, I was going to wait till I got back, but give me the give me the report, and I'm not, you know, I'm still going. And she said, are you, are you alone? And I said, yes. And she said, okay, well, are you sitting down? I said, yes. She said, we can't explain this. And I was like, oh, this is not good. And she said, it's gone. 
It's literally <laughs> gone. There's no evidence of anything. And I was like, I just started laughing. And I was like, of course there isn't because it wasn't real to begin with. <laughs> so I don't know whether God healed me, whether it was all, you know, an attempt from the enemy to harass me. I don't know, but it was gone. So hallelujah. Praise God. You know, some things God just does and he, he does and he can turn a report around in a day. He can, he can part a Red Sea when we have uh, an enemy behind us on our foothills. I mean, there are so many wonderful things that God can do. And he did that for you. Praise him. I think that is wonderful. But you had to still rebuild your life. You had to, uh, I mean, how did you do that? You, you'd relocated and then, and then you began losing uh, a multitude of loved ones were dying that uh, were part of your life. How did, how did you get receive any comfort in this process? Well, you know, there's a song that was out at that point, and I can't remember who sang it, but it is All I Need Is You, Lord. And yeah. so I, that became my mantra. It's like, that's all I need. And, I, you know, in Jeremiah, in um, I think it's 17, he says, you know, blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. And then I was, this campground was on a river, and that passage says they'll be like a tree planted by the water. You know, mm-hmm. right? That spreads out its roots, roots down by the stream, and then there will be no fear. And mm-hmm. w- you know, when the heat comes, the leaves will stay green. And and so I just kind of I grabbed a hold of that passage, and I was like, "That's right. I'm not going to fear. I don't know what tomorrow brings." At that point, I had no income. I had kids to feed. I started freelance writing. I I was living in an RV in the middle of the winter in New England. <laughs> Because I had lost my, well, I gave the home to my ex-husband because I needed to be out of it. So, Mm -hmm. um, so I, we had no home, we had no income, I had nothing, but I knew one thing. I had the Lord and I knew that his word, seek ye first the kingdom of God, right? And all of these things will be added unto you. And he provided, I had, you know, I launched, relaunched my writing career, I did a bunch of, you know, different types of odds and ends of things, five hours here, 10 hours there, different jobs. The campground position wasn't paid, so that was a trade-off for not having to pay, you know, a lot fee or anything for the RV. And, um, yeah, it was, you better know who God is, right? Daily time in the Word, uh, my coffee and my journal and my Bible out beside the river, for a lot of hours a day sometimes, worship music playing all the time. Um, and that's, you know, that was a sweet time. My kids would say, even as rough as all that was, they will tell you that that two years that we were there at the campground were the best two years ever. Hmm. Wow. As well, odd doctor, as that is. <laughs> you know, no, it, it isn't because you had the Lord and you had great faith and he was pulling you through. Sometimes the hard times to have a sweetness to them, even in the midst of that pain. And and you didn't really let the depression take a hold of you. How did you, did you resist depression the same way you resisted cancer? What did you do to keep from, you know, I mean, you had to rebuild from being abused as well. I mean, how, how did you do that? I think it was letting the word of God just soak deep. I spent a lot of time reading and I eventually went back to Bible college and ended up with my doctorate. But 
during that time, I just, I, I took that childlike faith, right? It's like, Lord, I have nothing left but you. I mean, I did have my three children, don't get me wrong, but sure. it felt like everything I knew, everything I had ever worked for was gone. And here I am, homeless, penniless, sitting in the middle of a campground beside a river, like, you know, waiting for the ravens to come by and drop my food or something. And, mm. um, and all I had was him. So I spent a lot of time getting to know him. And the more I got to know him, the more I realized, like, this is only temporary. It's going to be okay. It didn't feel okay. It didn't look okay. But I knew that he had me in the palm of his hand and that he would not leave us forsaken. And so um, that was, you know, that is the only thing I can say. Now, I, I do have a background. So, you know, had already been working in the field. And the enemy would say, you know, um, you know, what an imposter you are, what a fake, what a hypocrite you are, because, you know, here you are working in the field of mental health and counseling others and look at you. <laughs> and, and I was like, yeah, but that doesn't guarantee us an exemption just because we have a particular profession. And uh, I wish it did, but it didn't. And so I was able to pull those tools out of my tool belt. I, I was able to recognize, you know, what depression looked like. And part of that's eating correctly, lots of walking, lots of exercise, lots of time with the Lord and keep that worship music playing and list out literally binders full of listing out all the, you know, that song, count your blessings, name them one by one. And I would do that. And so even though the negative side of life was maybe two or three bullets, like, hey, you're you're home, out of state, alone, penniless, sole custody of your kids, kind of really bad right now. But on the other side, I would just list out all the small things, and there would be hundreds. And Mm. so that pulled me through. Wow. Well, DrMelTavares.com, I hope everyone will go there to DrMelTavares.com to learn more. We have about 60 seconds max left. Take a hold of our heart as that pastoral counselor piece that you are and just speak to our heart as someone that's in that place that you were in. There's always hope. There's always hope. There are scriptures to speak to that hope. There's people wanting to help you reach out to your local church or a counselor, a Christian counselor, because there is hope. He will not leave you or forsake you. Oh, isn't that the truth? That's so good. I, I love those practical helps that you've given us today. You have so many resources on your website that are valuable. You have great faith, and I just love how God has rebuilt your life and how you've remained steady. You've been faithful to him. I think about in Second Samuel, it says, you know, that if uh, – God is faithful to those who prove themselves faithful. He's pure to those who prove themselves pure. And you you have done that. You're beautiful and wonderful. Thank you so much for being with us. That's DrMelTavares.com. I hope you'll go there. I'm Jennifer Jackson, and you have been listening to Simply for Women. It's a wonderful place. I hope you'll go to JenniferJackson.com to learn more about the show. We want you to keep growing in the Lord, to be comforted, to have hope today. Let me say a quick prayer for you. God, we come to you today saying thank you that you are more than enough. We choose to put our hope in you. Would you comfort our heart? We ask that depression would leave right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, for being here for us. Amen. 
We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jenniferjackson.com. That's jenniferjackson.com. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.